Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We just had an interview awesome. like a minute ago. So, he was like one after the other. Awesome, though. So. No worries. <laughs> congratulations on your new single. Thank you. So, let's start from the beginning. Um, how'd you get into music? Um, I started writing songs when I was seven, and I came from a pretty musical family, and then started gigging at 12. That's very impressive. <laughs> that's incredibly <laughs> impressive. At 12, that's, yeah. So, what were you, what were you playing at the age of 12? Um, uh, everything from, like, Maroon 5, Shania Twain, like, just covers of everything, um, everything that I could and I was mainly playing acoustic and then starting some cover bands later. So for, for people that don't know your style, what would you classify yourself as? Country pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um what sort of artists actually influence your work now? Oh, uh, writing wise, yeah. um a lot of John Mayer, um, the way that he writes, I really um really look up to that and um, Maroon 5 and Shania Twain yeah all those people so as far as uh, your songwriting goes is it a very organic process do you just lock yourself in a room and write or do you just need other people around you um, it's actually really organic it'll just happen like whenever like I'll just think of a line write it down and then the next time I'm with my guitar I'll just like smash out a song um, I find the ones that I try and force out are never good <laughs> No, but it's one of those things that even if it's forced, you might come up with a great hit, but as you said, you know, organic is always the best way to go. So as far as your new single, tell us a little bit about it. Um, my new single, Phantom, is uh, my first official country song. And um, it's about, as in what it's about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about um, having someone, like, disappear on you when you're kind of in that dating phase, like the word ghosting. Is yeah, I was going to say. So I wrote it, yeah, basically about that, when someone just becomes a ghost and you don't know where they've gone and they never call you back. <laughs> that That is actually the perfect start for um, your, your country career. So what drove you to the country pop genre? I think um, my style was always going that way just because I feel like country music is very much about the storytelling side of it. Um, it's not so much about these specific instruments or this specific sound. It's just about... Um, telling a story and so I think I've always done that even when I was kind of trying to do pop or rock and um, so it's very naturally gone to a country direction. So as far as um, I, I guess maybe mainstream country artists, is there anyone that you look up to or anyone's music that you um, you love to play? Um, I do quite like, um, yeah, I like a lot of Shania Twain, um, Taylor Swift, Carrie Underwood, all those, you know, there's some really big female names in country at the moment yeah i look up to all of them so as far as the um australian scene is there anyone besides yourself that um we should be keeping an eye on oh so many um in oh there's just so many i know there's lots and lots of country over east um here in perth it's a lot more of an indie rock scene but um still i feel like oh, i'm trying to think of a few off the top of my head no, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I'm just like, but yeah, so many in Perth and like the Perth music scene is so supportive of everyone, no matter what genre. And um, yeah, there's definitely going to be some massive names coming out of Australia soon, I imagine. Well, speaking of Perth, because we had a Perth artist the other day and she was talking about how, you know, community of Perth artists is really, really growing. How do you see the, the music scene in Perth now? 
Um, the music scene is really good. There's a massive live music scene. Um, and the cool thing about that is everyone will go to each other's shows when they're not at theirs. Um, even if it's like rock or metal or indie or country pop, like, yeah, so it's just really supportive. And I think it's just going to continue to grow because yeah, everyone is, um, collaborating and all that stuff. So. No, absolutely. And of course your own, um, style of music. And of course I'm, I'm reading this on Triple J. I was reading the other night actually that you've written over hundreds of songs already in your young career. That's, um, it's quite incredible. <laughs> Thank you. It's um, it's always been like my way of processing my emotion, I guess, like even as a kid. So it's like it just it happens so organically. If I'm feeling something really strong that day, I'll just write a couple of songs about it. And um, and most of them will never be never become anything. Um, and I tend to just choose the ones that matter the most to me to kind of release. But yeah, always writing. It's my favorite thing about all of it. <laughs> No, um, uh, every artist, I, I I've never met an artist that's not written more than th thousands of songs, and I saw, and they go, oh, you know, 90% will never hear the hit, will you ever will hit, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All that, I, I don't say effort, because it's, it's a, a songwriting is so different, you, you know, you want to put out your best work, but again, it's like, hundreds of songs, you're like, I couldn't even imagine doing that. Yeah, it's, it only sounds weird when I think about it like that, like I remember once I went back through like my um, files and realised in one year I'd written like 160 songs and it sounds weird when it's like that but when it's just every day like bits and pieces here and there and then putting them together it never ends up feeling like work. <laughs> no, I mean at the end of the day, I mean it, it, it doesn't sound as bad when you say it but when you just say it in sorts of, you know, you've written 160 songs like could you even make a whole album over, you know, like a whole career? I don't think you'd even release that many, would you? Yeah, probably not. I guess some people would have like the Beatles and stuff like you go back through their back catalogue and they've got like hundreds of songs released but I think they just released everything they actually ever made though like every song yeah. they ever thought about they thought yep we're going to make that a song I think so yeah <laughs> but as, as far as um, being self self taught and being an unsigned artist what's the hardest part about doing those two things Ooh, um, being unsigned is I guess it's like a double-edged sword you have the freedom and the control of everything you do but that's also really hard like I just did um I just did my first headline show and I didn't have anyone I didn't have any management or anything to do it so it was like instead of just being able to focus on the band and like and rehearsing I had to also focus on organizing everything and all the people that had to be involved and so I guess it just it like triples the workload but um yeah again it's like it's good because then you can you have creative control. But I would have nothing against working with people either. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it's one of those things. We had an artist um, before you, um, Aaron Watson from the States, and uh, he's been doing it for 20 years, and he's all indie. And he's got his own label. Wow. And you just go, gee whiz. You know, I just... And he's talking about the, the creative process and just how lucky he is that... Um, it's just not... It's more than creative process. It's that you're the boss. You, it's your label, basically. It's your... You do what you want to do. Yeah, I've heard of people that have gone from having a label or management to then just releasing stuff independently because they just wanted the full, they wanted their vision to kind of come to life way more. And I totally respect that. Well, I think it also helps now that um, the way the music industry has gone, you're not reliant on a label to release your music. Yeah, totally, yeah. You know, so it makes it a lot easier for, you know, unsigned artists. I mean... Everyone's SoundCloud now, you know, can make money. You can make money without even doing tours now. Yeah. 
Yeah. But again, you know, you want to do the tour. So talking about your headline show, how was your, how was that? So much fun. It went so well. Um, I've done obviously a lot of original shows before, and this was just massive in comparison because we really um, got lots of people on board. And um, and yeah, it was so much fun. So many people came down, and um, yeah, it was on a Sunday night as well. So it was even more surprising that so many people came down to support the live music scene. No, but that's that's awesome that you know you first. So as far as what's happening next, what have you got planned? Do you have more shows coming up, or are you going back in the studio? Um, always in the studio, so we're just finishing off another song now, so hopefully um, release that one early next year and then do a release launch for that one. I'm hoping to release it just before um, the Tamworth Country Music Festival. That that is a huge showcase, and that, so you, are you part of that one? Uh, I've got a couple of things maybe lined up, but I'm, I'll definitely be there. I haven't been before, so... <laughs> Very excited. Very exciting stuff. So, it's, you know, obviously it's a, it's a great little pathway for, for up-and-coming artists, but it's also a great networking path as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm most excited about. So as far as um, ne- uh, this year is basically just, I won't say done and dusted, but you're just going to do a few shows and get ready for a big 2020. Yeah, yeah, just um, focusing on writing new stuff and recording new stuff. Like I'm hoping within the end of next year I'll be planning an album, so you know, lots of preparation to do for things like that <laughs> and always writing. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, so is there any thoughts so far what the album's going to be about? No clue. It'll be where, however I'm feeling at that time in life, probably. We'll just reflect through the songs. Fair enough. So none of the 160 are going to make the cut? <laughs> probably not. Um, yeah, I just that's such a problem for me is that I'll re- write and record a song and then by the time it gets past the post-production stage, I go, oh, I've got a new one that's better. <laughs> so you know, I might have to just do them quickly <laughs> and get them all out at once. Oh, no, no, no. You don't want to do that. I mean, it's 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 an amazing thing, isn't it, um, all those songs? But as yeah. far as you said, in the mood, I mean, that's, that's you know, do you ever think about just releasing all these songs periodically over the next 10 years and go, well, this was back 10 or 12 years ago when I was thinking this? Yeah, I honestly could because sometimes I go back to songs I've written like five, you know, seven years ago that just still have something that resonates with me and I'll rewrite it and kind of bring it back to life. Um, So definitely, I I think it's definitely possible that I'll bring back a super old song one day or rework one that I've already released down the line. But, you know, as you said, you've been doing this since you were 12, you're now, what, 20 now? So, I mean, it's, it's, you're, you're, I won't say you're a veteran, but eight years already in the business and you're still very young. Is there anything that you've, you would have gone, I would have done that differently knowing what I know now? Probably not. Um, I remember when I was much younger, because obviously I started writing when I was seven, and so I knew that that's what I loved to do. And um, by the time I was like 10 or 12, I just wanted to gig. And I was in such a rush to release music, and I was always like, oh, why isn't it happening? And it just makes so much sense that it didn't, you know, like I'm glad that it's all happened the way that it has and that I started gigging at the time that I did. So I would just, yeah, I don't think I would change anything. I would just tell myself to calm down. It's going to work out. <laughs> no, but that is the thing, isn't it? I mean, when you're young, you just want it all to work. And when you get older, you just realise that it may take a little longer, but it's going to be better. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think I'm still going through that now, you know, like... Um, even in the studio, it's like trying to remind myself, okay, I've got to spend more time on it to make it better, even though I'm in such a rush to just, like, share it with the world. <laughs> so um, on, on the studio front, is it, you know, is it the team that helps you or is it just yourself and just a few people? Uh, so I go in and work with just uh, my producer, 
um, Eddie Parisi, and he records and produces and plays bass and will program anything, and then we'll kind of get musicians in as we need, which is always so much fun because, yeah, usually it's just us two in the studio, so when we get to have, like, a guitarist in or another vocalist or, like, a side guitar player, it's always really exciting. Well, it brings something different to you and, it, it, you know, it brings more energy to the song at the same time. Yeah. No, that, that is absolutely awesome. So thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you for having me. It was great to talk to you. Oh, no problem.